0: What's going on, family? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Before we get to today's show, man, I have a quick announcement to share with you that I'm super excited to share. Yo, on October 17th through the 27th of next year, 2024, I am going to Africa, specifically Ghana, Africa, and guess what? I want to invite some of you all to come with me as well. You know, earlier in 2023, man, I made a uh, irresponsible statement that um, I regret saying, man. And because of that, I say, you know what? Let me get over to uh, Africa, specifically Ghana, some other uh, beautiful areas over there, to where I could really learn more about my culture, more about our people. And I didn't want to go over there by myself. I said, hey, let me open this up to other people who would love to go see the motherland for themselves as well. So, if you want to join me on October 17th through the 27th uh, of 2024, I want you to go to anthonyoneil.com uh, forward slash Africa, that's AnthonyO'Neill.com forward slash Africa. It is a $200 deposit. You have 10 months to make uh, your full payments. It is super affordable. Heck, I'm even opening this trip up to your kids, all right? So listen, before we get to today's show, will you join me? Will you come? We only have 100 slots available. And our last trip, we sold out within a matter of two weeks. Uh, Registration will close the end of January, January 31st of 2024 and uh, we're gonna have a good time. So join me in Africa, and let's get to today's show. Peace out. This is probably gonna shock you. Anthony O'Neill, the debt-free guy, is going to show me how to build my credit score. I am. Be sure to stay tuned until the very end because today's show will give you the strategies that you need in order to get
1: your finances on the right track. Now, before we hop into the show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe so you can be notified every single time we drop a new video. Alrighty, now, let's jump into the show.
0: Welcome to the table. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get real. We're gonna get right. Oh, right. building up wealth. We're gonna get life. Welcome to the table. Whoa. yeah. Welcome to the table. According to Experian, 34.8% of Americans have a FICA score between 580 and 669. And to be honest, that is considered to be low. One of the most common questions I'm often asked on Instagram and or on here on YouTube um, or even on podcasts in the comments like, hey, Anthony, how do I build my credit score? And I laugh sometimes because I'm like, wait, wait. Wait, do y'all not listen to my message? So you know what? I decided. I was like, you know what? Let me go on ahead and answer this question. So today, I'm going to answer this question. And I know some of y'all are shocked. Wait a minute. Anthony O'Neill, the debt-free guy, is going to show me how to build my credit score. I am. And I would encourage you to listen all the way to the very end. Because you know me. (laughs) I stay true to who I am. You know? Um, i remember growing up and i was like yo listen i gotta have a credit score like to be a man i gotta have a credit score and i'm gonna walk y'all through the things that i did to build my credit score score the very first thing that i did was i checked my credit history i'll never forget um, um, I went out there and pulled my credit report. I went to TransUnion. I went to Experian. I went to Equifax and I pulled my actual credit report because I wanted to see what all was on uh, my credit. And so I actually agreed that all of us, whether you're doing the credit route or the no credit route like me, um, we should at least once, sometimes twice a year. Pull our credit reports to make sure that nothing fraudulently has been reported. If you're drowning in debt, you need to pull it so you can see who all you owe. You need to be aware of what's happening with your Social Security information and with your credit information. The only thing I have on my credit report is my mortgage, right? And so for me, um, if you really want to start building your credit score, the very first thing you have to do off top is you need to know your credit history. You need to pool your credit report. Now here's number two, you know, and and, and you wanna build a a credit score, you know, Number two is you need to make the minimum payments on your credit cards on time, right? That prevents a late pay. If you're really going deeper into the people who like promoting other people's money and maximizing your credit score, they will say keep your balance below 30%, right? You know, missed payments are a sure way to drop a credit score. Let's just be real, all right? Even if you can't afford to pay off your card each month, try to make the minimum payment. That's what they will say, all right? Make the minimum payment, okay? If your minimum payment is $30 a month and your interest rate is 17%, just make the minimum payment. Don't worry about the interest penalties. Don't worry about uh, the, the penalties you pay. Just make the payment because the end goal is not financial freedom. The end goal is the 800 credit score. <laughs> the end goal is not freedom. The end goal is a credit score. So please make your payment on time, okay? And can I just be real with y'all? I'm gonna be real with y'all up front, all right? Honestly, your creditors, they don't want you to pay off your credit card every month. You know, I get this, it was, oh man, I get the credit card and I pay it off every single month. Listen, if everyone in America, if everyone in America was paying off their credit cards without paying any interest, there would be no credit cards, we wouldn't have a system because there's no money in the system if everyone is paying it off on time and not paying interest. So I'm going to be real with you all. Some of y'all going to get upset, but I told you this year we're coming at it differently. I'm coming at it real. I'm coming at y'all the way I wish somebody would have came at me when I was young and I was thinking about doing some foolish stuff with my money, okay? You're not going, the majority of you all watching me right now who have a credit card, Let's be honest. I can't see your face, but you can see mine. You can't see everyone else's face who's watching and listening uh, to today's show. The majority of you all who got the credit card, this is what you said, I'm gonna get it for an emergency and I'm gonna keep the usage below 30% and I'm never gonna pay interest. And eight out of 10 of you all failed. You failed! You're paying 17, 21% of interest. You're carrying over a balance. You're racking up credit card debt and you're drowning in debt because you thought getting a credit card would help you get a credit score. And now look at you. You went and you financed that day. You went and you put that Gucci backpack, that Louis Vuitton backpack, that Chanel purse, that spring break on there. Listen, the creditors don't want you to pay it off on time. Now I'm gonna keep it a buck at the table. There are some of you all who are watching this right now and you don't pay interest. I'm not talking to the minority. I'm talking to the majority. For the first time today, I'm not talking to the minority. I'm talking to the majority of people in America who are sitting here saying this crap. I'm gonna pay it off every single month and you're not. So you wanna build your credit score? Make the minimum payment, don't pay any interest, okay? Making the minimum payment, even if you're accruing crazy interest over time, will slowly increase your credit score. Let's just be honest, all right? But while you're slowly increasing your credit score, you're also slowly, slowly, slowly racking up. Now, let's just be real. Let's say you have this, this credit score. Here's the number three thing you got to do is communicate with your creditors. You got to communicate with your creditors. By now, you've probably got creditors and debt collectors calling you because you racked up all these credit card debts. You're not making them uh, the payments on time. and You're struggling. I get it. I understand, you know. And so now you probably have creditors actually calling you saying, hey, you know, Mrs. such and such, Mrs. such and such, you, you're late on the payments. You know, before we sit in the collection agency, we just want to communicate so we could work on a payment. Okay, if you want to boost your score, it might be time to talk with your creditors and work out a deal before it gets to the collection agency. You see, your creditor may be able to get you on a payment plan, but be warned debt collectors can sneaky and will say anything to get you to make payments. Know your rights. If you are at a point to where you are now in collections, all right, and you're trying to save your score, right? Um, I remember being in collections and I remember calling people and lying to them, trying to scare them, disrespecting them uh, just so I can get a payment. All right. Just so I can get a payment. But if the creditors are harassing you or threatening you, let me be real with you. Be sure to record the messages and report them to authorities because it is illegal for them to threaten you. It is illegal for them to be calling around, you know, all your neighbors because there's this thing called skip tracing to where they can, you know, find out where you live and then call other people around you. Call your family, call your friends, call some of your, call your job and call. Check this. I used to do this. I would call your job. And if you didn't pick up, I would just change like the last number on your number. Or I would call the, the the big the whatever the main office line is and ask to speak to someone else. And y'all, hello, is such and such at the office today? No, she's not in today. But can you tell the such from such and such? And unfortunately, we may have to be have her serve today. And she wants to know why she's going to be served. I have her, have her to give me a call. Have him to give me a call. I, mean, I used to do so much stuff. Um, and you know what? If you don't report it, they're not going to get in trouble. And I used to scare people. I used to scare people. I used to scare people because they racked up all this debt. But if they wouldn't have racked up all this debt, they wouldn't be getting phone calls. But you all want to know, how do you build a credit score? How do you build a credit score? You're not asking me, how do we build wealth? People ask me, how do I build a credit score? And I get so frustrated, so I say, let me answer this today. Number one, you got to check your credit history. Number two, you got to make the minimum payments and keep your credit below 30% of usage. Number three, you got to communicate with the, you know, with the creditors, especially if you're going into collections. Number four, you got to pay down your balances as much as possible to lower your credit usage percent. Lenders like it when you're in debt. Let me say this again. Lenders love it. They are in love with you when you are in debt but they don't necessarily like it when you max your credit cards out each month and you do not pay them back. <laughs> they want to see you in debt. They want to see you drowning in debt as long as you coming up to breathe. Here go $30. Here go $20. Here go $100. No, they want you drowning. As long as you come up to breathe. They don't want you on the surface. They don't want you swimming and soaring and enjoying freedom. No, they want you drowning as long as you don't die. Ah! Let me say that again. They want you drowning as long as you don't die. Because if you die financially, you can't pay them back. But if you're drowning, you can come up and catch a breath and then go back under, come back up, catch a breath and go back under. They are in love with you because you're trying to keep a score. They're trying to feed their families. Oh, you're trying to keep a score to get a score, and they're trying to put money into their grandkids' future. (laughs) Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So number four, pay down your balance as much as possible to lower your credit Usage percentage, okay? What do some experts say in this whole area? Aim to pay off 70% of your balance. If you can keep the balance around 30% of your overall credit, your credit score will start increasing. So pretty much pay off some of the debt and keep some of the debt. Stay in debt so you can get a score. This is probably like the hardest show i've ever done because i hope y'all see where i'm going here it's like number five right it's keep old accounts open keep old debt accounts open if you have an old you know credit account that you're not using oh just keep the debt open you know just, just keep it open that makes it looks like you know, you have a full credit history and more responsibility with your, cr- your credit. Okay, yeah. So go ahead and keep that debt line, I'm, line on them open. So if something does happen, you can jump back to that rather than using cash. You could jump back into debt. You could jump and rack up more debt rather than going to your emergency savings account and avoiding that. Yeah, yeah. You want to build a score? You don't want to build wealth? You want to build a score? Yeah, just keep that account open just in case you need to rack up some more debt. That's how you build a score. Number six, add yourself to someone's account who has good credit. Go put yourself, you know, go ask them they can put you on as an authorized user so you can build your credit score. Yeah, yeah. So that way when they go out there and they max out their Lowe's credit account or their, you know, their Home Depot account, yeah, you're going to get the max out too. Now you're just, great. Your score is going up. Your score is going up. Your score. But not your freedom. Not your financial peace. Not your wealth. Not the things that really make a difference. You know, if you follow these tips, over time your credit score will improve. Let me just be honest. You'll get to the 700, 800 score. But it's not going to help you build true wealth. Paying off your debt. Saving cash, investing your money, coming up with a clear vision, and you're sticking to that vision, whether that's with you by yourself or whether that's with you and your spouse, that's with you and your spouse and your family, your kids, that will build wealth. When you die, your credit score can't be passed down to your kids. It can't. But what you have in investments, what you have in ownership, what you have accumulated when it comes to wealth can be passed down to your kids. And I remember chasing a score thinking that was the best way to build my wealth when it wasn't. Now, let me be honest with you guys. Let me be honest with you. Let me be honest with you. At this season of my life, I'm not knocking people who want to go the credit card route, the credit score route, the OPM route, other people's money. If that's what you want to do, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not your guy. I'm not the guy that's going to sit here and preach, here's how you build credit. Here's how you rack up more debt. No, no. I want ownership. My whole platform is about ownership. Ownership, my whole platform is about, man, I remember having a 700 credit score, but I didn't even have $700 in my bank account. But I was chasing a score rather than chasing, how do I live? How do I grow? How do I build my bank account? So I did a whole show on this thing. Here's how you build a score. So y'all can stop asking me, Anthony, how do, I, how do I build my credit so I can get a mortgage? How do I build my credit so I can get this? How do I do this? No, stop asking me because you, I'm not going to be that guy. But I gave you five things. If you care about a score, that's how you do it. The key thing you got to do is you got to build up debt. Just it. Let's just be real. Got to raise up debt. I know some of y'all watching or going to comments and say, well, Anthony, you're kind of wrong because, you know, I don't pay interest. I'm not talking to the minority. I'm not talking to you because I firmly do believe that there are people who can have a credit card and do not pay any interest. One of my mentors does it. He gets his credit card, he puts everything on that credit card, and it's due on the 12th. He pays it on the 10th of every single month. His assistant actually makes the payment. You know? So it's like, I get it. I ain't talking to you. Bye. You can get off the channel. <laughs> I'm talking to the majority of the people who think they can do it, but they can't. But I'm a living witness that, yo, you can have the life that you want. You can have, you can drive the cars that you want. You you can, you can live in the house that you want. You can go on a vacation that you want. You can build the house that you want without having a credit score. You can have financial freedom. People come from me all the time. I said, Anthony, your method is, ooh. I'm like, yo, my method works for me. And it works for 300,000 plus people too. That's on this YouTube channel. It works for the 100,000 of you all who download my podcast a a month. It, it, It works for several people. And I'm ready to grow it even more. So much more. You see, here's the truth. A credit score isn't a measurement of how much money you have or how wealthy you are. In the words of my friend and mentor, Dave Ramsey, a credit score is not the measurement of your success. It doesn't it doesn't mean that you are financially successful, okay? It just measures how good you are at paying off and paying back debt. That's it. Yo, what's going on fam? Are you ready to make a big career move here by the end of this year? Why not pivot into the flourishing tech industry with the Bethel School of Technology, recognized globally as the sole Christian online tech bootcamp. You see, with African-Americans constituting a mere 7.9% of the US tech workforce, I believe it's time to narrow this display and unlock opportunities for everyone in this thriving sector. Bethel Tech is steadfast in its mission to make tech careers accessible, rewarding, and economically advantageous for all individuals. Their comprehensive nine-month program is designed to equip you with the necessary skills to propel you into your technology career and move forward at a high speed. You see, recent reports from Indeed suggest that software developers in the U.S. command an average annual salary of approximately about $103 dollars This is well above the national average of $48,000. You see diversify your tech education by choosing from their specialized programs like cybersecurity and UI UX design. With Bethel Tech you're not just kickstarting a career. You're igniting a passion with a purpose. I want you to say goodbye to the prospects of crippling student loan debts and, and instead invest a mere nine months to transform your next decade of your professional journey. Step into your potential with Bethel Tech and turn your career aspirations into reality. To begin, I want you to go to anthonyoneillcom forward slash Bethel or click the link in today's show notes. Again, that is anthonyo'neill.com/ forward slash Slash Don't wait another moment to take the first step towards a bright and promising future into a career space that can make you a millionaire. Speaking of millionaires, let's get back to today's show. You have an 800 credit score? Does it mean that you are just this perfect person? Do you, does it mean that, that that you are just brilliant when it comes to money? No, it just means that you're brilliant at swiping that card and paying it back. So, you know what? Let's go to the let's go to the whiteboard, because I want to show you all exactly, okay, um, how your credit score is calculated, okay. So let, let let's break this down, okay. So your score, um, get this working right. Here's how your score is uh, calculated, all right. And uh, man, yeah, I'm gonna thank Apple for. This iPad scenario. I love this thing. Okay, we taking this thing up. All right. So here's the very first thing. This one is going to be your payment history. All right. So this is going to be uh yeah it's thirty five percent. All right. So this is your payment history. That's the first part. Then your next part is going to be your credit usage. All right. This is going to be thirty percent of your credit score. This is how your score is calculated, right? Then this is going to be your age of credit. Excuse my my writings, all right? Uh, it's 15, 15%. Then we go down here. It's like, okay, your credit mix. This one right here is going to be another 10%. And then you got another one. New credit inquiries. All right. This is going to be 10%. So now let's go over here. What does what does payment history mean? Let me tell you. This is going to be your debt history. All right. What about come over here? What does our credit usage mean? I'm going to tell you. This is going to be our debt usage all right are y'all getting the magic over here are you seeing exactly what i'm saying age of accounts this is how long you had debt but to be there <laughs> all right we can We just keep going your credit mix what kind of debt okay and then your new credit your new credit here right here right this is pretty much going to be what kind of new debt do you want do we see do we see what's common here okay let me show you debt debt Debt. 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 That's it. Pretty much, you love paying back debt. What is a credit score? Man, I'm telling you. Just look at it. Look at it. We got debt. 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 What do we not see on this list? What, 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 what do we not see on this list? Our score is not calculated by how much money we have in our savings account. Our score is not calculated by how much money we have invested. Our score is not calculated by how long we've been on our job. Our score is not calculated by how much we have in our 401Ks. Our score is not calculated by how we live below our means. Our score is not calculated by how much we get, on a monthly basis from our salary or from our businesses. Our score is only calculated By how much debt we have, how much debt we use, how long we've been in debt, what kind of debt we have, and then what kind of new debt are we trying to get? What do you want me to do? Y'all want to build a credit score, right? Just go rack up debt. Just go. Just go ahead and do it. Okay. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. You see, if you're struggling with a low credit score, let me explain a few things to you. Okay. While you're so focused on building a credit score, you're building a cycle of debt and financial insecurity. While you're so focused on chasing the 800, oh man, I got an 800 credit score. You are building a cycle of debt. You're building a cycle of financial insecurity. You're building a cycle that you're going to pass down to your kids that, hey, they value a score more than they value actual financial freedom. And I refuse to be the guy that sits here and tells my kid, everything in the world, everything boils down to what's your credit score? You want you wanna know something else of why I get so passionate about this message, right? Let me tell you why. Let's go back to the whiteboard. Okay. In, in, I think it's what, yeah, 2020, okay? In 2020, the medium annual income for a single person, okay? The median, okay, this is the, yeah, this is right. So this is the median income, okay? And 2020, I got it on my notes here, $35,800. Let me clean that up for y'all. $805, all right? This is 2020, all right? So before taxes, right? This is before taxes, BT taxes, right? This was $2,985, 84, yes, 84. Um, $84 a month, okay? $84 a month, all right? The average car payment in 2020 was $500 seventy-five dollars This is car payment. Okay. The average grocery food in 2020 was $412 a month. All right. Utilities in 2020, the average $331 a month, right? Rent, the average rent in 2020, uh-oh, uh-oh, $1,000. $124. What's that total right here? $2,442. Wait, wait, wait. So if they're making $2,984 a month, mine is $2,442, right? Look at the math there. I need to do the math because so I want to make sure I'm absolutely correct. So we do $2,984 minus $2,442. This is, they only have left $542 for the month. That's if, that's if. That's not even if. (laughs) This is before tax. So they're already in a negative. They're already living way above their means. But y'all want to go out there and get a credit score? You want to go out there and put more stress onto you. So y'all want me to teach you how to build a credit score rather than go back to the whiteboard, see, rather than change this, rather than change this crap. We want to come back up here and focus on this. This is what we want to do. We want to build this up, but this is our truth right here. We're making $2,984 before taxes. Car notes, $575. Let me clean that up a little bit. Yeah, let me clean that up a little bit because I want y'all to really see that. The car note is $575. Food, I need to put that there, (laughs) is $412. Come on now, utilities, $331. Rent, $1,124. So, before taxes we're already above our we're already living above our means already already this doesn't even factor in uh eating out if you're on a date look at y'all look at you vacations if you want to get on a vacation clothes and random expenses <laughs> doesn't even factor in debt doesn't even factor in the average credit card payment that peeps on people make it doesn't even factor in uh the the um Uh, insurance that some of y'all are making. It doesn't even factor in uh, some of the buy here, pay here stuff y'all are are doing online. It doesn't even, it just factors in the bare minimum things. I'm not cussing. I'm not going to curse, but forget a credit score. I, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. Here's what I am going to do. I'm going to help you. Get out of debt. I'm going to help you get into a home. I'm going to help you start that business. I'm going to help you lay down a foundation to build wealth. I'm going to help you get closer to financial freedom. I'm going to help you maximize your single season. I'm going to help you really take control and have ownership of your life. I'm going to help you. Really see your vision, really write down your vision and stay true to your vision. I'm going to help you be the best husband, be the best wife you could possibly be. I'm going to help you be the best friend, be the best employee, be the best employer that you could possibly be. I'm going to help you avoid the drama. I'm going to help you leave the majority and join the minority. And when I say the minority, we think differently when it comes to our money. I'm going to help you. We're going to help each other because I'm on this journey with you. But those credit cards, that credit score will not help you. It won't. It's not going to help you. Because if you can't pay the balance every month, if, 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 if you're living way above your means, what's going what's, what's gonna to happen is you're going to fall victim. You're going to drown. You're going to start drowning. And listen, man, listen, listen. I am mentoring people right now with half a million dollars in debt. And I'm not talking about a half a million dollars because they got a mortgage payment. No, I'm talking about a half a million dollars in consumer debt, excluding their mortgage from loans, private loans, student loans, credit card debt car notes I'm mentoring one particular person right now with five cars and this individual makes $125,000 a year five cars 12 credit cards what in the world are we doing Listen, you don't have to live this way. You can get off of this 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 continued hamster wheel. You can get off of this continued staircase that is not going anywhere, and you can truly start gaining financial independence, financial freedom, so you can build wealth and never live check to check again. But it starts with shifting your mindset about debt. It starts with shifting your mindset, period, when it comes to life. And I really meant podcasts. I mean, if y'all can get a chance and y'all listening to the podcast. What's going on, fam? It's your boy, AO. And I got to talk to you about something near and dear to my heart, and that's representation. You see, growing up, seeing black voices in media was like finding gold in a mine. It showed me what was possible. People like Oprah, Steve Harvey, and even Malcolm X, they paved the way for folks like me to step into the spotlight. And now there's a new wave of black voices making extreme waves, and they're doing it on NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths. This collection is a celebration of blackness like none other. Each episode is like a journey through our shared experiences. Joy, resilience, empowerment, it's all there. From Bobby to Michelle Obama, they're covering it all. And let me tell you, Listening to these episodes, it's like sitting down with your fam and having a real talk about what it means to be black today. NPR is not holding back with this show. They're bringing you stories that matter, uh, stories that reflect the full spectrum of black life. It's like they say, stories should never be about us without us. So do yourself a favor and tune in to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR. It's not just a podcast. I'm going to be real with you. It's a movement. Listen now, wherever you get your podcast, and let's keep celebrating our stories and our truths. All right, let's get back to my show.
1: Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about With Chime secured credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. world, Man, I want y'all to come look at my facial expressions right now. Because I really want y'all to understand, I've been there, man. <laughs> I've, I've I've been that guy that 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 was like, yo, I, I need to, you know, I need I need to get an 800 credit score. I've been that guy to where I sold a woman a car who had an 820 credit score, um, and she bought a car for her grandson, but she was only making eight nine hundred dollars a month. But because she had a score, that bank still gave her the money. She didn't have the money. She didn't have nothing in her savings account, but because she had a score, the bank said, well, since you're good at paying back debt, we'll let you figure out how to pay us back the debt, even though you don't have the money to pay us. You see, my message it's to the average person in America. My message is for the majority of people in America, not the ones who are handling, eh, doing this okay over here. I'm talking to the nearly 80% of the people in America who are living paycheck to paycheck right now. I'm talking to the people who are a little bit ashamed to see, here and say, Anthony's right. I shouldn't have a credit card. Anthony's right. I, I, I need to get rid of this credit card. Anthony's right. I don't... I need to get rid of this car, though. Anthony's right. I, I got it for an emergency. But getting my hair done turned into an emergency because that new weave was looking good, and my head started scratching. I needed new braids. Anthony is right because, you know, I, I got the credit card for an emergency, but that beautiful girl with that long hair, Coke bottle shape... Ooh, beautiful girl came to my life, and I just wanted to impress her, Anthony. I had to take her to Ruth Chris. I had to take her to Eddie V's. I had to take her to one of the best restaurants so I can show her that I'm really into her. So I racked up debt, and I paid for that debt, that meal, over a month, two, three, four months because I wanted to impress her rather than lay down a solid foundation for my life. That's who I'm talking to. That's who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to your friend. And the reason why I'm talking to you is because I've been that guy. I've been that guy. I was that guy that, you know, Check my credit history. I was a guy that made just the minimum payments while I had a job. I was a guy that, you know, I communicated with my creditors. I was a guy that paid down the balance as much as I can. I tried to keep it below 30% as much as I can. I, I was a guy that when I wasn't using the credit card, I kept the account open just in case. And that just in case turned into a $500 to $1,000 to $15,000 to a $20,000 to a $35,000 situation in a matter of six months. I was that guy that got onto uh, my parents—not uh, my parents—I uh, got onto my girls um, at that time's um, credit card um, uh, and credit card as an authorized user, so I can, you know, get the credit score. I was that guy. I was that guy. And where did it land me? Nowhere. You know, I used to say in the past that man, it landed me homeless in the back seat of my car, and it didn't. I put myself in the back seat of my car. I used to say it landed me drowning in debt. It didn't. I put myself in the debt. I decided to go there. Why? Because I wasn't given the proper education and wisdom on how to avoid it. And that's what I'm doing this year. That's why we're going to two shows a week. That's why we're we're, we're building a course for single people that really has nothing to do with money. This course has everything to do with how do we maximize our single season? How do we shift our mindset? Because that's the very first thing. Before I can teach you anything about money, I got to make you understand and show you how to shift your thinking. And I'm telling you, it's absolutely amazing. So if you want to build wealth, stop worrying about your credit score and start focusing on getting out of debt. If you want financial freedom, stop chasing a score and start focusing on getting out of debt. If you really want to pass down something to your kids, instead of for saying, hey, look at what I got on credit because I had this great credit score. You know, what wisdom and knowledge are you passing down to your people? Can I be real to us? And again, I'm not knocking people who, who use the OPM out. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I rock on no OPM not using other people's money i rock on ownership i'm i'm a proud person to be on this side of the planet on this side of the world uh, because it works for me and it feels good when i wake up and the only thing i have to take care of is my mortgage payment and then my business bills as far as i'm paying my contractors and my team members it feels good to know that i don't have any debt lingering around that's chasing me down it feels good But can I be real for one second That I may, I may step on someone's toes here And I mean this with no disrespect Out of all love My white people just chill with me I want to talk to my people That look like me Black people we are some of the most creative people But we don't own nothing We are the most creative Minds out there But we don't own Nothing We work Monday through Friday. We work our butts off. We get up and we, you know, put on our best and we go in there with our best attitudes. And we give, you know, uh, this job, our hearts, our mind for eight hours a day, for 40 hours a week. And some of us give us give them 50, 60 hours a week. We, We put in all this hard labor to get our paycheck on Friday and to give someone else the fruit of our labor. Because one, we're living above our means. Two, we're chasing a credit score to come back home on Monday on Monday and have nothing for our families. We're we're chasing a score. We're giving a man, black man, white man, whoever, we're giving someone else our labor for 40 hours or 50 hours a week to get our paycheck on Friday, to go spend it on The bank and the credit card banks and the car dealerships and all these other people to come back home to our families broke. (laughs) We're not working Monday through Friday for our families to build legacy, to build something that we own, that our family owns. We're working hard so we can help somebody else build for their families. And in return, we get a score. that man listen let's dive in how can we shift the mindset how can we shift the mindset um one of the key things when it comes to really building true wealth is having a solid savings account all right one of the key things when it comes to building true wealth is having a solid Savings account. One more time. One of the true things, one of the best things when it comes to building wealth is making sure that you have a savings account so you don't have to go back into debt. And so one of the key things that I teach is make sure that if you're in debt, you have $1,000 part for an emergency fund using the same seven baby steps that my mentor and friend Dave Ramsey teaches, right? But then on baby step number three is have a fully funded emergency fund of about three to six months. I recommend go stretch that thing to six months of expenses. And then I'm going to add a little flavor to it, you know, from my thing now is make sure that you have six months of your salary, you know, your average income. I would really push for that, so that way your lifestyle doesn't have to change if you don't want it to. The keys of getting out of debt is to make sure that you have a savings account, but you're gonna get a savings account because the very first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna get you a second job, okay? Um, you know, when it comes to paying off your credit cards fast, there's three main things, three main things I really, really want you to focus on up front, and these are simple. Number one is, you know, find out if you can get a second job. OK, well, if you're working eight to five, eight to five pays the bills. Right. I always say like five to five to nine builds your future. If you're single, if you don't have any kids, if you don't have any other major responsibilities, five to nine can shift and change your future. How are you maximizing that time to get out of debt? If you got $50,000, $100,000, $20,000, $10,000, how are you maximizing the time? I interviewed a couple you know, um, a few shows ago and man, they was like, man, for seven years, Anthony, we were getting out of debt and we didn't, we didn't do much. We didn't do things. We didn't really enjoy things because we were focused on when we got off of work, it was all right, cool. What do we need to do between five and nine, five and eight o'clock to generate more money to pay off the debt. And one of the things you could do outside of us, uh, getting a second job, especially in today's day and time is yo, how do you start a side hustle? One of the top rising things to do, I'm going to be real with you, all right? One of the top rising small types of business, right? People who are like me, content creators, who, people who are getting on YouTube and you have something to say, you, you're passionate about something, they're getting on YouTube, they're getting a podcast show, they're generating money from YouTube, they're generating money from brand deals and sponsor deals. You know, are you a writer? Can you write a blog? And when you get a blog, do you know that there's things called affiliate fees? So let's say if you write a blog and you're promoting a book in your blog because that book inspired something, right? Well, hey, yo, you can recommend this book, go to Amazon, sign up for Amazon, and every time someone clicks on that link and buys something from Amazon, not just that book. But if they click on that link that goes to the book, and let's say they buy that book, and let's just say they buy um, some plates for their kitchen, you're going to get a percentage of both of the sales because you sent them to Amazon. There are so, there's so much uh, money out there to be made, but the thing is, are you willing to put in the work to do it? You see, the greatest enemy to our success, the greatest enemy to us becoming debt free, the greatest enemy to us building wealth is our excuse. What's our excuse is laziness. We are the greatest excuse. We are the greatest enemy to ourselves. Well, Anthony, I, don't, I don't know what to do. But listen, do, do you have a four year degree? Are you drowning in student loan debt and you have a four year degree if you do tutor some people? Get online, go to tutor.com and go tutor someone. Do you have a car? Go drive for Uber. Go drop off some food. Go deliver some groceries. But I'm telling you right now, there's ways to make money online. I'm interviewing a, uh, um, um, a young lady. She's like 26, 27 years old. And back in 2020, when she got her stimulus check, listen, man, she got a stimulus check for like 1,500 bucks. I can't remember the exact amount she got because she does have kids. She took that stimulus check and turned it into $1.2 million in 10 months. She went online. She started teaching people how to grow their social media accounts. Listen, I remember back in the days, man, when um, it it... it People people used to say, oh, I'm a YouTuber I remember, can I be real with you? I'm going to be real with you My brother-in-law may see this I love you, Glenn Uh, I remember when he told me he's quitting his job And he's going to be a YouTuber I was like, what? A YouTuber? You better go get you a real job (laughs) The heck you talking about? You a YouTuber Man, you got a wife You got a son You better better get out there and go work for Walmart Go get you a real job, bruh Today? Today he made more money than I ever thought this dude would've made. He gut-checked me real quick. He's in a high six figures. He's built a very, very successful business. And let's be real. I'm a YouTuber. I'm a podcaster. I'm a influencer. So many different ways you can do it that can start generating you money right now. You don't have to go in and, and technically clock in at another job, but you, need, you do need to go clock in somewhere else if you're trying to get out of debt. And when you start getting these extra this extra income coming in, here's the very first thing you need to be doing is you need to sit down and cut your expenses. Cut them. Cut your expenses. Listen, I just moved to the DMV area, right? And I wanted to build this beautiful studio and my team was telling me, Hey, you, you have to spend X amount of dollars if you want to do it this way. So I was like, all right, cool. What can I cut to offset, to go towards the vision? If your vision is I want to get out of credit card debt, if your vision is I want to get out of debt and start building wealth, Well, how can you go to the vision for your money, a.k.a. budget? But I love saying the vision for your money. How can you go to the vision of your money and start maneuvering some things out temporarily? You know, what can you do to kind of shift things? And if you can do that, you're going to start really seeing a huge difference when it comes to your vision for your money. You're gonna see you paying off debt. You're gonna see a lot of things, but you gotta cut your expenses. You got to. And if you don't cut your expenses, you're not going to see a difference. All right? So I promise you this much you gotta do it. Now, once you start getting an extra job, once you, you know, go out there and you start an online business, and I definitely would encourage some of you, because some of you, man, I think there is something on the inside of you that other people need to hear. And let me, let me, let me, let let me, let me pause right here and just encourage you. Let let, let me just speak into your life, right? Uh, Because I think some of you are watching right now and say, Anthony, you know, I have this idea, but people told me it wouldn't work. Let me tell you something, man. I've had some big names tell me some of my visions wouldn't work. I've had people look at me in my eyes who called me their friends, who called me a brother. Um, I've had people, you know, um, who were close to me sit here and tell me, "Uh, that's not a good idea. Uh, I don't really understand that. I wouldn't do that. That's not going to work. And it's working today. Here's the truth. Not everyone's going to agree with what you're going to do. Not everyone's going to see the vision the way you see the vision. Not everyone's going to see value in what you see value in true story. I'm going off. I'm getting back to subject because I wanted to just really pause here and encourage you. I remember pastoring um, in a beautiful city of Jacksonville, Florida, and I brought up a young kid um, who all the time would bring a basketball to church, right? And everyone in that uh, all the kids in the church would clown on them. They, they would they would laugh at him, like, bro, why you gotta be carrying a basketball to church? Like, how come everywhere you go in the grocery store, you got a basketball in your hand, you're turning it, and you're you're dribbling it, and you're throwing it up and you're practicing your wrist thing, like, man, you, bro, you ain't even that really that good. Like, why you got a basketball? And I saw them one day picking on him. And the the Lord, the Lord, I, I'm just getting spiritual here. The Lord told me, you need to speak on value i was okay and use him as an example i said "Ooh." so i'm speaking on value and i ask him to come up and he comes up and he gives me his basketball and i bring and this is a kid that's like maybe like a maybe like a 2.5 gpa you know he wasn't he wasn't on paper the smartest kid uh but he was a brilliant kid and a very good athletic kid and i mean basketball was his ticket right and so um, I bring up another kid who's a 4.2. She was like a 4.2. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's not, I didn't bring her up. I brought up another guy. He's like a four, four, 4.0, 4.2 kid, right? So I take the basketball from the other young kid, and I give him this basketball. And the, everyone starts laughing when I give it to him. And he was like, what am I going to do with this? Like, what? A, I don't need a basketball. And then I took the basketball from this kid, and I gave it to that kid, who's the basketball is, right? I said, do you want this? He said, absolutely, yes, sir. I said, but wait, wait, wait. You want this? And I went back to the kid who's a 4.0 kid. I said, but you don't want this. And he was like, correct. I don't need a P- PA. Like, what's, wh- what's up? Like, I don't, I don't want it. I don't, I don't even like basketball. I said, oh, that's interesting. But you like basketball. He says, no, I love basketball. No, I, I need basketball. I said, you need basketball? I said, what do you mean by that? He said, basketball is my ticket. Out of the hood Basketball is the only way I could possibly get into a college And go somewhere that's better than where I live So while people were laughing At something that he valued Because they didn't understand the value For themselves It was so valuable to him But it wasn't valuable to the kid who's a 4.2 because he has another sense of value, which is education. That was going to get him through. But this kid who valued basketball, who said, yo, this is my ticket up out of here. And this could be the possible ticket to get my family up out of here. His value was two totally different things. Listen, God gave you that vision. God gave you that value. He didn't give it to them to have the same vision and to have the same value. It is your responsibility to live out the things God has created you to do. It is your responsibility to activate and to go forward with the vision that God gave you. Even if they say no, even if they say that is dumb, even if they do not believe it, it is still your responsibility. And look at me today. Let me be a witness for you. I've had people. So that is dumb. I've had people talk about me behind my back. But it's paying my bills today. Some of the things that can get you out of debt, some of the things that you could be holding down, that you could be pushed down in here in your gut because you're scared to bring it out because the world, because people are saying, I wouldn't do it. And let me be here. Let me be the first person to tell you, You should do it. And I'm going to be honest with you. I may not even see your vision. I may not even agree with what you're doing, but it's not my responsibility to see it. It's my responsibility to encourage you to do the things that you believe you were created to do. And from there, it's between you and God. And one thing I know about our God, who I serve, he only needs you to say yes. And He'll work through you. So once you start cutting your expenses and once you figure out what you're going to do, get a job, start a side hustle. Y'all, there's 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 some things. OK, stop opening up more credit cards. Stop racking up debt. Here's the truth. Credit cards are not emergency funds. Credit cards are not safer than debit cards. Credit card points are not worth it. I know y'all are going to kill me. I know y'all gonna be in the comments and y'all gonna be like, oh no, oh no, I got so many uh, air miles, I can can go to Africa with these free air miles. Cool, can you pay off your debt? I can go to Israel, cool, great. What are you passing down to your kids? I can get a free cruise, cool, cool, great. Can you pay cash to take your whole family on a cruise? Credit cards are not the way to go, you guys. Okay? Here's the thing, and we're going to end on this, is do you need a credit score? You see, the world tells us that we need a score to be successful. I remember walking into a high school, and I asked this question, do you believe you need a credit score to be financially successful in the world? And 80% of the kids raised their hand. And it bothered me. Then I remember going to a college and I was shocked. I said, hey, um, raise your hand if you believe you need a credit score to be successful financially. Maybe only 20% of the kids in this particular school, which was a Christian private school, raised their hand. Here's the truth. We don't need a credit score to be successful in America. Let's break it down. Uh, can you get a mortgage without a credit score yes you can you can get a mortgage through manual underwriting Um, and manual underwriting is uh, is a lender who will look through your assets and income to determine if you can truly afford a mortgage Most people are approved in a few days to a week and no credit really is involved Now they are going to pull your credit report to make sure that there's nothing crazy on there But let's just say that, you know, uh, you're like me. It's like I do have a technically score, um, but I don't have any open trade lines outside of my mortgage, right? And so uh, what people would do um, is they will actually look at it. All right, cool, Anthony, can you provide us with, you know, the last few months of your rent if I didn't have a mortgage? Or, hey, can you provide us the last few uh, six months of your electricity bill, your utilities bill? Was it paid before due date? Um, you know, there, 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 there's even a way now, and, I, and I'm going to do some more research on this, uh, but there is a way now to where you can honestly now report your rent to your credit report. So that way you don't have to have proof of it you can actually go to like rent.com or something like that I'm, I'm gonna do some more research on it and come back and teach on that you know but you can actually now have your rent reported to your credit report um if you know you want to purchase a home you can actually now start having your utilities reported to your credit report so there's a way to start preparing yourself um you know for getting a mortgage that way without racking up any debt and what it simply does It doesn't really impact your score, but it does show history. And no matter what, whether it's on your credit report or whether you are, uh, it's not on your credit report. If this is your first time purchasing a mortgage, they're going to ask for you to print off the last year or two years of your rent history um, and just prove to them that you were on, on time paying your rent. All right. So, yes, you can get a mortgage without a credit score. It is called manual underwriting. Um, there are several companies out there that do it. Um, the company that does all of my mortgages is Church Here Mortgage. I uh, learned about them when I was with uh, Dave Ramsey, a phenomenal company. They're in pretty much every major state, and they are a solid group of people. And what I like about them too is, it's not even just about the manual underwriting, right? Church Here will give you a certified pre-approval. Pretty much, it's almost like, hey, we actually already had our our underwriter look at this. So there shouldn't be any major issues that come up when it's time to to go to official underwriting uh, because this approval came from our manual underwriter. So you're gonna pretty much be out there shopping um, and you're gonna be in good hands because it's like, hey, you had an actual human being look at your information and say, yeah, long as they just confirm everything, uh, they're solid. And I, I like that, okay? So that's number one. You do not need um, a credit score to get a mortgage. And and trust me, okay, you don't want to buy a house you can't afford. And here's one thing I don't like, I do not like about other banks sometimes, is that when a computer approves you and then it goes to manual, uh, when it goes to underwriting, man, they'll approve you for more house than you can actually afford. I remember the very first time I got got a pre-approval from my actual bank bank. And they approved me for close to like 48% of my net pay. I was like, 48%? Good gosh. I mean, they approved me for a lot of money. And then the lady's like, well, we can can go up to 50% if you want. And she didn't say 50%. She said it's amount, right? But when I did the math, that's 50% of my net pay. I said, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want 50% of my paycheck going towards my mortgage. No, I don't want that. I don't want that. One of the things I teach is, hey, you want to keep your expenses at 25%. Keep your home expenses to 25%. And Churchill is very big at that, all right? So that's number one. Number two, you don't need credit to rent an apartment. I called five different credit, not credit, I called five different apartment complexes, and I'm going to drop that information, that video in the show description, or better yet, I'm going to put it right there, right? And I want you to go back and watch it because- this one right here, um, I called five of them. All of them said, no, you don't have to have a credit score to rent here. If you do not have a credit score and no history of payments at all, we may require, one of them said, we may require a cosigner. The other four said, we may just require an extra deposit, like 250 bucks or one month worth of rent. And that's fine, because what do I teach? You're going to have at least six months of emergencies. So that's fine. That's fine. You get that back towards the end um, of, you know, when, when you leave and you go purchase your home, that's fine. That is okay. All right. Here's another one. Number three is you can't get a job without a credit score. Bad credit, let me be real with you, bad credit may keep you from some opportunities like joining the military. But little to no credit history won't be counted against you. I've I've literally talked to recruiters, I've literally talked to government workers. They're like, no, man, if you come to us with no credit, with no debt, we're not going to penalize you for not having any debt. OK, now we may question it because the most of the people in America, if we pull your credit up and you have no score, nothing active on there. We may be like, yo, is this really your social security number? We will probably ask you some clarifying questions. But if you come to us with no debt, we're not going to say you can't get a job because you're debt free. No. Oh, now, if you come to us with a 480 credit score, 500 credit score, and you're drowning in $200,000 in debt and we don't see you striving towards that. Yeah, you probably won't get a job. Yeah, you probably you probably can't work for the government. Why? Because they believe in they, they want peace as much as possible. They don't want bill collectors calling them. They don't want you trying to figure out how to maneuver things around to get more money so you can go back and pay your debtor's like they want people to come to the government, come in the military and be peaceful. So if you go to them with no debt, they're not going to penalize you, all right? That should encourage you. Honestly, if you are drowning in debt right now, you want to get to the government and work for the military, that should encourage you to get out of debt. It should encourage you to pay off the credit card. It should encourage you to avoid debt, all right? You see, if you focus on paying off your debt without opening up new accounts, your score will not matter, bottom line. And once you're out of debt, you can focus on saving money and using these other methods to buy, rent, or advance in your career. But if you got bad credit, feel free to, evol- feel free to follow my boost your score advice. <laughs> but if you truly want to build wealth, if you truly want to be in the minority space, if you truly want to be different, watch this, and the only way you could be different is by making a difference, and making a difference in your life, in your kid's life, in your family life, that I want you to shift your mindset to stop using credit cards and focus on building true wealth through savings, through investment, through real estate, through starting a business, through living below your means, through avoiding racking up debt. So in today's show, you got an option. Do you want to build a score? if so i'm not your guy y'all can stop asking me that another option is do you want to do you want to pay off your debt do you want to position yourself to where you can build true and lasting wealth do you want to position yourself to where you can build a foundation that your kids and your kids kids can live off of and grow and mature and evolve do you want to wake up in financial freedom in, in, in financial peace? If that's you, I'm your guy. If that's you, I'm here with you and we're going to stay on this journey together because I don't want to be just a great creative. I want to own what I create and I want to pass down what I create to my kids. And not only do I just want to pass down the um, physicalness of when it comes to money, I want to pass down the knowledge and the wisdom with the legacy. So that way when they get the legacy, they have the knowledge, they have the wisdom to grow. If I leave them with $20 million, I want my kids to grow that $20 million to $50 million. And when they pass down that legacy to their kids, they're going to pass down the 50 million plus the knowledge and the wisdom to turn that 50 million into 100 million. And when they get that 100 million with my great, great grandkids at that time, they'll take that money. I wouldn't see it grow. And you know what? I'm going to keep it a buck. That's how we change, eventually change the wealth gap with the black and whites in the world is we have to start shifting how we look at things. We have to start becoming owners. We have to really start thinking differently and start setting our kids up so we can change and shift the wealth gap. And we can't do that if we're drowning in debt. And so let's end the show with today's scripture and with uh, today's affirmation. It's Romans chapter 13, verse eight. It says, let no debt, let no debt, No debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love another, the continuing debt to love each other, not the debt that we pay them, but the debt we owe to each other. And that is to love each other. So today's affirmation, we repeat it five times. If you're watching me live or if you're watching this on YouTube, you're going to type it in the comments. If you're driving in your car, you're going to repeat this live with me five times. Today's affirmation, I'm not stopping until I'm the best I can be and I'm wealthy. Today's affirmation. I'm not stopping until I am the best I can be for my wife, for my husband, for my kids, for my family, for my friends, for the kingdom, for the community, for the culture, and and, until I'm wealthy. Type it. Say it. I'm not stopping until I'm the best I can be and until I am wealthy. That's what we do right here at the table my name is anthony o'neill appreciate y'all walking with your boy i'll see y'all next show peace out without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you